Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Good morning. Happy Hump Day. Welcome, welcome to episode 175 of our show. Today is Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. Do you have your Halloween costume figured out yet? I ha- That hasn't even occurred to me. I might, I might go with Chicago Tony V this year. <laughs> that would be uh, quite the easy costume. I would... I would use these rose-colored glasses, of course. I think I'd have to, I'd have to put real glasses behind them, or or else I would just trip all over the place, walking through my neighborhood, uh, trick or treating. That would be dangerous. I'd be danger, a danger to the other kids, to myself. I need prescription rose-colored glasses. This looks absolutely ridiculous. Oh, let me change the graphics since we're live on the show now Uh, for everyone in reddit of course as always we are recording the chicago tony v show uh, podcast find it on your podcatcher whatever spotify itunes stitcher if you're listening to the podcast hello good to see you you're missing my fat face on video but you know you're not missing much as i said happy wednesday to everybody i hadn't really thought until just now about Halloween costume, Halloween decorations. I am not much of a decorator. This is just something I don't do. I see it as a, it's just kind of a pain. And in my mind, when I think about decorations for any holiday, not just Halloween, I always think in terms of whatever I put out, now I'm going to have to clean it up. I already don't like cleaning stuff up. So this just feeds into me living alone and as a lonely person, right? This is, I'm on the border of, what do you call it, hermit. I'm bordering hermitism. I don't know if that's a word. We've got some new graphics on the uh, Reddit live stream this morning. I'm super happy about that. I was I was up, I've been up h- half the night already. I was up just before 3 a.m. And I'm talking up and at them. I was laying there in bed, just wide awake, and I just thought, I wonder what time it is. I feel, I felt very rested, so in my brain I said, I'll bet it's almost 5 a.m., because that's normally about when I wake up. Nope, turns out it was like 2.50 a.m., but I was so wide awake, I said, okay. We're off to the races, I'm not even gonna lay here and try to keep sleeping. I don't do that well, I've never been one of those go-back-to-sleep people. Like some of you lucky people are. I've noticed over the years, especially the ladies seem to be able to go back to sleep in the morning. I've never understood this. Now I know that puts an interesting riddle in your brains, right? How would the big diesel know about ladies' sleeping habits? Well... You know, over 51 years, all I can say is even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. You know what I mean? So I've learned a little bit about the ladies over time. And I've always been jealous of what seems to me to be this predilection to be able to go back to sleep if you want more sleep. I can't do that. That's never been me. 
Oh, Amber Glow says uh, in the comment section says, look at those fancy graphics. Way to go. Amber, it's a game of inches. Thank you, dear. I've really been working the graphics hard lately. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Uh, Twitter has had a bunch of stuff. And I'm not a visual person at all. I don't think of myself as being artistic in the least. Uh, which I guess tells you how far technology has come. Because if I can make it look artistic, anyone can. But speaking of speaking of artistry and Amber's recent comment in this morning show saying that she's not artistic i said amber i have proof so i just want to show everyone here look at what our dear amber glow sent me that i can't tell you how much this means to me for you spotify listeners amber did a uh, cross stitch it says chicago tony's uh and then she and then there's a bunch of pepperonis which i can't imagine how difficult that was to do and then even there's there's three rosebud dobs of new york hats it's just so lovely i'm going to hang this on my wall next to my grandmother's cross stitch amber just thank you thank you thank you it makes me think i posted to twitter yesterday i have I got to thinking, I think in the last two days, two different podcasting associates have said they're hanging it up. They're getting out of the biz. I, I realize that it's difficult to call it a biz when, you know, you don't get paid for doing it. <laughs> so in that sense, it's not a business. But most podcasters that I know at least have dreams of generating some sort of revenue. And, you know, to hear, uh, I, I get so much enjoyment out of this. I hope that's obvious. When I hear of other podcasters hanging it up, hanging up the microphone, I just think, oh, you know, that's that's kind of too bad. That's a little sad. <clears throat> Let's see. Robo, what about your cut? Robo just says, wasn't. <laughs> what is that about, dear? Can you give me a little more to go on? Yes, uh, Amber. I, I noticed Amber's cross-stitching, and I mentioned it on several, several, several episodes ago. Every once in a while, you know, I get one of you guys will or or more will interact in the live stream and then uh finally my dumb decrepit brain realized one day it's like oh i can get on your reddit account and like learn something about you you know and so i looked up amber and there was this cross stitching in there it, by the way it does feel creepy to admit oh yeah i uh research uh, pepperonis every now and then I guess it's not so creepy. We learned from Yak Horseman yesterday that uh, Lord knows how many scads of, of pepperonis went on a, a search for uh, Tony Vito, which I guess maybe I'm not out there. I don't I don't understand what the problem is. That's Reddit stalking. I remember that Georgie had a problem with this back in the day with uh, with someone, let's just say ill-mannered is my recollection. 
Mammy says, it's such BS and it always baffles me that trolls put so much work into being so horrible to people they don't even know. Yeah, maybe Mammy's uh, referring to our Chicago Tanks latest Reddit ban. Pain in the ass. Sorry that's happening. We got to find a way around it. Robo's so funny. She says, you know what, Tony? I just woke up five minutes ago and I have no idea how to live yet. That's the comment of the day already. I, I guarantee. Well, uh, let me get actually to some to some business here. You know, Kelly from my, my, my good pos- podcasting friend, speaking of podcasters, she, she is uh, part of the team that does... Drunk Theory. Of course, Matthew was in the stream yesterday, who also was on that team. It's one of my favorite podcasts. They're so much fun. And Kelly is just such a sweetheart. Well, she reached out and she said, uh, I listened to your episode uh, talking about Squid Game. And she said, when you finish the series, the the season, she said, I want you to talk about it again. This is yesterday. She reached out. And I said, well, Kelly, as luck would have it, I did just finish the series. And of course, for me, that's killing two birds with one stone. It's like, okay, now that gives me a topic for the next day. So I am going to sort of uh, tie up any loose ends. When I talked about Squid Game the other day, I was, I think, seven episodes in. I think there are only like nine episodes, something like that. So I was well into the series, but now I'm, I have finished it. And so maybe what I have to say will be a little bit of a recap, a little bit just to catch people up. I would say in general, I'm just very um, bullish on the series. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was so compelling. It just, at the end of every episode, I wanted to see the next episode. Even... When I was dead dog tired, I just had to keep going. It was that good. It's creative. It's different. I said the other day, I also like dystopian stuff for some reason. And it's very dystopian. It's very dystopian. Now, my worry, as I talked about Squid Game the other day, I can't remember if I verbalized this on the show or not, but my worry about six or seven episodes into this thing, I was afraid that not everything would be revealed. I was afraid that there might be some loose ends. They might not explain because there's so many twists and turns and interesting little sub narratives going on in this season. I was worried that they weren't going to give me all the answers, you know? Well, and, and I'm trying to be cognizant not to give any spoilers, okay? Because I know a lot of people haven't seen Squid Game yet. I'm such a big fan. I want to encourage you to go see it. But I'll say this. As I sit now at the end of season one, I'm happy to report that I think they did an excellent job of tying up all the loose ends. Really, all the main questions I had were answered. So I think in that sense, it was, I feel very good about the end of the season. Now, I will say, you guys that have seen it, I know Robo has seen it. 
there was this feeling a little bit, I think in the last episode, I had this feeling of, gee, it seems like they could have wrapped it up already. Like it's still going. I wonder what's happening here. Now, now part of it was they did have this incredible curveball right toward the end of the series. I don't want to reveal anything. You just have to watch it all the way through to the very end. Um, but that's the only that's the that's the only thing I can say against it is that maybe it dragged on a little too much, like maybe half of an episode too long, maybe. But Robo mentioned the other day, she said that she thought they had set it up so that they could come back with a season two and kind of keep the story going. And I agree. So it's this, it's very, very well done. They both, they wrapped up the season, tied it in a bow. All the answers, all the questions were answered. Yet they also set it up so that we can have another season if they want to keep on going with this thing. I don't know what the plans are, but I know I would be a watcher. I would be totally up for season two. Robo says, I was having an intense dream but I don't remember it. I was really deep into something. I hate those. It's so frustrating when I can't remember my dreams. I'm sure some of those contestants in Squid Game were thinking to themselves, okay, this is a nightmare. I need to wake up now. Wake up, someone pinch me. And it turns out they, it wasn't a dream. It was a real live nightmare. So those are my final thoughts on Squid Game. When Kelly asked me to give more comments, I don't know exactly what she was referring to. Sank you has a good one. Sank you says Tony gives Squid Game a four cannoli rating. <laughs> Very nice. I've noticed with people. So Anthony from We Have Issues, he tweeted about it yesterday. And I think this is a real thing. I've been through this several times. When you hear everyone suggesting a series to you, this has happened to me over and over and over because I watch very little television. One that comes to mind, I think I even talked about it, I don't know, 100 episodes ago, is like Man in the High Castle. Or maybe it was on one of the YouTube videos. That was one for a while I would go to parties and everyone was like, Man in the High Castle. Have you seen Man in the High Castle? Everyone. And I think the most recent was that WandaVision. I did another video on WandaVision. Same thing. Everywhere I went, people were telling me, you got to see WandaVision. Anthony was saying yesterday on Twitter, he's afraid to start Squid Game because it's so well liked that he kind of feels like it can't now live up to his expectations. I totally get it. I think Anthony is enough of a big boy that he can figure out a way to um, just set aside his expectations and just sit back and enjoy. I hope he does. I'm going to check in with him and just make sure he has started watching. He's got he's got a uh, cute little kid. He's a single dad, so I know he doesn't have a lot of extra time. Plus, he's building his uh, comic book empire with his best buddy, Steven. So he's going to have to, you know, maybe an episode a night, something like that. But, I mean, in a week and a half, he can have it all tied up. Sofa, 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 where you been? 
Haven't seen you in a long time. Welcome back. Let's see what else. There were some couple of, let's see, we're at 716 this morning. Press this button and instantly you have a professional sounding drum loop. Uh-oh, where's my mailbag? Not that I want to get into it yet. There it is. I just wanted to make sure I could get into it. Uh, another thing that just occurred to me right before the show came on, you know, I was sitting around, I was digging around Twitter, etc., etc., and some of my podcasting buddies were throwing around this idea of a new podcast where they would watch the show Cops and just do commentary over the top of it, which I think is probably a great idea and very entertaining. But it made me realize this morning, it's like I haven't seen that show Cops in forever. And it's one of those deals where I forgot it ever existed. I forgot it ever existed, which is maybe not a bad thing for the show cops because it made me reflect this morning on uh you know is a show like cops really good for our society and our psyche you know livid future 6621 just follow me thank you for the follow welcome just so you know i don't think reddit's really gonna oh there you are livid future hello there you national treasure <laughs> There you are in the comments section. So, uh, hello back. Good morning, Ringer Coin. It's so funny. Your comment is so random. And also this weird music behind me is so hypnotic that I just forgot for a second that I'm recording a podcast. Your comment is, I found Clyde, the 200-pound Mastiff, on a subreddit. Thanks to the person who helped me. That's kind of cool. Things have gotten a lot worse since cops, says Livid Future. You know, in hindsight, I don't think that cops thing, should we really be turning criminality into entertainment? I just think this was a bit of a misstep. I think there's been a slippery slope. Uh... It's 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 toward de-evolution, really. I think it's I think Western culture is slipping a little bit, and I think cops played its own little part in that. Georgie says that show is probably a little controversial these days. I wonder. I kind of hope so. I mean, I hope so. That's not right. We drink some more coffee. I do like that new new graphic up on the screen. I'm proud of myself. But uh, I wonder, will I ever watch Cops again? And if you think about it, it, it was very clever, very entertaining. And it's so interesting how they moved city to city. They're almost like that. What's that? Uh, CSI. Didn't they move city to city? Isn't there like a CSI Miami, CSI, Las Vegas, etc., etc.? I know that's fictional, and cops is supposedly real. 
I wonder, I don't ever recall it coming to a city that I lived in at the time. I would think when cops comes to your city, I wonder if you would just cringe. Do property values go down when cops does a season in, in your city? I don't know. But just like everything else, it was so formulaic. But it worked entertaining. I don't know. Cops, bad boys. Uh, oh, there was a person on... I did so much this morning before the show. There was this Reddit post that I might even want to dig up here. Because um, I did it on Twitter. Let me find the post. Because I retweeted it. Whatever. Whatever you do. Um... Where is it? It was about someone that had lost a ton of weight. A ton. Like over 100 pounds. And she was basically saying, like, uh, this is not at all what I thought I was going to be. I look horrible. (laughs) And uh, I've known some people that have lost, uh, you know, I know a guy that has lost over 200 pounds, which is fabulous. I know a lady who lost, uh, I think, at least over 125 pounds. And I believe her comment was, now I look like a melted candle. And it's like, that that puts a, that puts quite a picture, paints quite a picture. And, uh, Let's see. I can't find it on Twitter. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Here we go. I lost 103 pounds. Reddit is pulling it up right now. Still dieting and losing weight, but this is not what I've expected. This is ugly. My body is so ugly. I just keep picturing my body, looking at the pictures and get depressed. How my boobs look like. Sorry, that's what it says. How my belly is full of loose skin. How my body is full of stretch marks. But what was cool about this post now, I mean, to a guy like me, I read that post and I say, ah, there's my justification for not losing the LBs that I need to lose. Which, let's face it, I probably need to lose 80 pounds easy. I don't know that for sure, but something around that. I have very nice lady friends who, you know... Oh, you're fine. You're hot, you know, whatever. And it's like, I know that's not true. You're a very nice friend, but I know that's not true. But I read a post like this and I say, okay, that's the justification I need to put off the weight loss because I'm going to look like a melted candle. But uh, I think probably the fact of the matter is just for my health. It doesn't matter what I look like. I think just for my health. If I want to keep drinking coffee with you beautiful people every uh, every weekday morning, I got to do something. I got to eat some more lettuce. That, that green pelican behind me, that lettuce pelican, it's my reminder. Um, but what I loved about this post is there were some very positive people in the comments area, you know, Very uplifting. And uh, people, it was interesting. People kept telling this uh, lady, go to a nude beach. 
And they said, what you'll see is there's imperfect bodies all over the place. Like a, a, you know, this vision that they give us of these beautiful naked people. Um, this vision is not, is not really true is what they say. This is a pipe dream. So when you think, do we all do this? Do we have this thing where we, do people imagine what other people look like uh, uh, naked? Is this a thing? Oh, I'm, I hit that on accident. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought that was very uplifting that it, it, it's like everyone's imperfect. Go to a nude beach. So I hope it helped this lady out. And, uh, you know, but great job losing 103 pounds. Holy camoly. That's huge. I don't mean that in a disparaging way. I'm saying that's a great accomplishment. Good job. Ringer coin about Clyde, the 200 pound Mastiff. He walks in it in a giant property far bigger than mine. You got to post pictures of this Clyde ringer, ringer coin. Uh, Tropical Thinker has a good comment. It says, I think social media has created this idea that everyone has perfect bodies and people think they want that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. A lot of truth. Oh, Robo has a comment. Sometimes it occurs to me that I'm surprised I don't think of everyone naked. It might be... It might be a male versus female thing, maybe. I've always heard it said that that men are kind of more visually triggered, let's say, than women. I don't know. Someone just tried to call. I don't know why it didn't. I don't know if it didn't work or what. Whoever it is, feel free to try again. I have a feeling it's going to be a fun call. Could be wrong. You see, do I have everything set up right? It's funny. I get up, you know, two hours earlier than normal. But then in some ways, I'm not as prepared as I should be. Sometimes you just can't win. Anyway, whoever, whoever you are that wanted to call in, Please feel free to call back. Oh, that reminds me. I should probably... Oh, here it is. Call from... Tank from Cell Block 3. <laughs> Tank, how's it going, buddy? What's going on, brother? Hey, are you are you in the stream somehow, or are you missing out? Oh, I'm watching. I just wanted to tell you that it's fantastic with the, uh, the Georgie button. <laughs> the... The uh, the Georgie button. Yeah, talking about you never picture anybody naked, and all of a sudden, all oh. of a sudden, the Georgie music play. <laughs> that was a that was a total mistake. See, I got to pay better attention. That uh, technically, that was Robo Kitty's uh, music. Aren't oh, aren't shit. you just aren't you glad it wasn't your music tank? <laughs> you don't know how happy I am. Yeah. So uh, anyway. So just so you know, I haven't heard back from the mods. Not that I necessarily expected to, but uh, I don't know. I I feel like we're in the, I feel like we're in the end stages of our 
um, Reddit Nirvana. Not that I'll ever really stop doing Reddit, but I think it's it's clear that uh, we gotta we gotta head on over to Twitch. At, well, I think I, I think all the mods are uh, probably doing chores for their mommies in their basement right now. <laughs> I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. So you had no interaction at all with uh, with that person yesterday. It, no, when I made the comment yesterday, would you put the two pairs of glasses on? Yeah. And, and I said, you look like a serial killer. Yeah. That, that shitbag goes through all, all my comments all the time. Right. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Now, I wrote to the mods, and I was like, uh, okay, you know, the Chicago Tank apparently was banned yesterday. For, uh, and I, I said, we're friends. He, he's I, I know him very well. This was not... You know, uh, didn't offend me at all. He's, you know, this is, he, this is funny guy, you know, and, uh, you know, crickets. I guess that doesn't matter. You would think in a, if this thing were really about, you know, justice, I guess, you would think that's all they would need to hear. Supposedly the person who should have been offended reached out and said, just say no, not offended at all. Unless... The, the fecal troll had his family killed by serial killers and there should have been no offense anywhere. <laughs> Let's be, I guess, I guess sadly tank, we, we got to really be careful if you really think about it, even just talking about it makes me nervous. Yeah. It's all right. It's like, you know, Greek pastries, serial killers, all, all your cereal, all the, all the, the sweets that just raise havoc. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird trend. I saw your, uh, your meme, your baklava meme on the discord. That was really funny. Oh, the music homework. I already put it up. It's the one year anniversary of Eddie Van Halen's death. So I put up eruption. Very, very nice. That dude was an insane guitarist. And I don't know how much you know about Eddie Van Halen. I know... a little bit just because I, you know, I was a human being alive when they, when they hit it big, etc., And so I was a fan. Am I, do you know, is he not trained, uh, on guitar? Was he, did he play by ear sort of thing? I, I know his, uh, parents were, uh, were musicians as well. Yeah. So I don't know, probably maybe hearing it from them. I know he wasn't born in America. I forgot what country he was from. Yeah, something like Croatia or something. Uh, something kind of Eastern Bloc, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I know his uh, son has his own band now, uh, Wolfgang Van Halen. I'm not surprised. And how cool and is actually, it? He got to tour yeah, with his dad before the end, which is awesome. Yeah, they actually opened for Guns N' Roses at Wrigley a couple weeks ago. No kidding. That's super cool. Um, and I'm going to say one of the most underrated rock drummers, Alex Van Halen. Yes. What, what I love about that dude, he's one of those rare dudes. I believe that he could start playing drums and you, and I would know that's Alex Van Halen. Oh yeah. He, that to me in the, in the, I love, I love, you know, the David Lee Roth Van Halen a lot more than the Van Hagar. But Van Hagar, it was like a it was like a different type of music, and to be able to change your 
your music type based on your lead singer to me was fantastic to be successful with both. That's a really good point. Yeah. Tremendous job. Um, yeah. What a, what a great band. And you're right. That was a, that was a big loss, big, big loss, but I think he, he did not take care of himself. Uh, from what I understand, Eddie now, no, no, no. no. What rocker in the eighties did or seventies. Right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, well, excellent. I'm glad. So the band is up on Friday. Is that what it is, Tank? Yeah, uh, supposedly. We'll see. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I was, yeah. I, I'm pressing uh, Yak Horseman to uh, help me kick the tires on, on Twitch. So it's, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Obviously, we'll keep everyone posted. Yeah, I'll be over there. Yeah. Good times. Once the, the the warden come, I'm gonna do the whole long pole, grab the keys off his belt thing. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, Tank, my friend. I'm gonna get to some mailbag, buddy. Thank you for calling in, uh, sir. All right, brother. I'm gonna, uh, I gotta jump, shower, armpits and assholes, and get ready to make some money. There we go. The name of the game. All right, I appreciate you, uh, man. Talk to you, you guys. Later. Have a fantastic day. Arrivederci, Don Tony. <laughs> See you, Tank. Take care, buddy. Holy cow, the Chicago Tank. What a guy. What a guy. Uh, you know, I, I somewhere in there for Chicago Tank, I think there's a writer. There's a writer in there somewhere. That There's a dude that actually has something to say. Wouldn't it be fascinating? We get these, these uh, downloads of Tank's beautiful brain in... Fits and starts and little nuggets. Wouldn't that be something to get something substantial, like something bigger? Like, what if Tank, what if Tank, I don't know, wrote a novel? I said the other day, I got to get all his comments. I got to have someone make a coffee table book of Tank's comments. I think that would be fabulous. Let's, speaking of comments, let's see what's going on in the live stream here. Um, oh yeah, this idea of Tank should make a, a Spotify playlist too. I love that idea. Um, oh, and on Twitch I can ban people, says Mammy. Can I do that by IP address? So if this, uh, if this, so why is Bill Cosby playing on my playlist? This is the weirdest thing ever. What is the deal with that? Um, can I ban someone based on IP address, Mammy? On Twitch, I only I only know that because I learned that's how they ban Tank. Is I or I guess I think he was saying that yesterday by IP address. <clears throat> um. Oh, by the way, Nelson the dog had a question. Um. Um. Are we talking about? Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Nelson, that I lost your comment, but oh, here it is. Are you saying we need to stop Reddit because of trolls? Uh, I, I'm not really, I don't think in terms of stopping Reddit, I, I kind of, I think in terms of uh, maybe the next progression of our show. So I've, I really don't see walking away from Reddit. I mean, unless things get really crazy. I've already, I have a lifetime ban from the U show, which is complete bullshit. <laughs> 
I don't need to get into that again. Um, but, uh, you know, I think uh, I'll always have some sort of Reddit presence, but I think also I'm going to have, we're going to pr- um, grow from there. And I think Twitch is in our very near future as well. Mammy loves Twitch. That's good. That's good. Nelson the dog just got on Twitch. That's fabulous. Yeah, I'll let everyone know. I, we're working on it. I'm going to just make it a priority and it'll happen soon. Not soon enough for some people, but that's okay. Let's get to some mailbag before this the show just gets... Uh, before it ends let's see yeah i got a lot of me i can never get through all of this but i'll get through some of it hey everyone if you want to um send into the mailbag the email address is chicagotonyv at gmail.com everyone seems to really love this i enjoy this so keep sending your letters in it's really fun let's see what we got first letter dear tony i love your podcast and thank you for creating it i have a question about life in america Is it true that some people who get sick and need to go to hospital beg not to be taken because it will ruin them financially? This is from Charmin, 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 Charmin B. Uh, I wish you would have said where you're from. Thank you for your question. This is fascinating. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that's a true thing. I mean, it's pretty well known that Healthcare in America is not very affordable. And you don't have to dig very deep to find stories of, you know, medications here in America are whatever, four times as expensive as they are across the border, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a real thing. I can, so I'm sure people are doing this. I would say our healthcare system probably needs an enema. No pun intended. I can't tell you for sure. I, I was with a uh, a buddy from across the pond over near Harry's uh, neck of the woods. And the guy was here in America and he he got a horror. He got like pneumonia or what was maybe pneumonia. He didn't know, but he was very sick. He wouldn't go to the hospital because he, he didn't have insurance. He's like, That's going to set me back years. So he knew enough to know I'm not setting foot in uh, in the healthcare system in America. So I don't know. Interesting, interesting letter. Next letter. Dear Tony, I'm in HR and lately I've been a fan of asking job candidates, what is your superpower? I found that this question really gets people to open up and talk about what they are truly good at. So I'll ask you, what is your superpower? Thank you for your lovely podcast. This is from Kelly in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, thank you for your question, Kelly. That's interesting. Superpower. I'm just trying, I'm picturing being in a job interview and someone asking me, you know, what's your superpower? You know, and it's like, I mean, I guess picturing me in a job interview is that's a foreign concept anyway but it's like Kelly I'm curious do you really trust their answers aren't candidates just 
sitting there thinking, all right, how do I get this person to hire me? What do they want to hear? But anyway, interesting question. Um, my, so if I had a superpower, I get, so I take it to mean, what am I good at? You know what I think it is for me, if, and it's taken me a while to figure this out. I think my secret sauce is uh, rapport skills. And I guess I don't know that skills are the right way to even put it. Because it kind of, you know, paints a picture that this is something I work at, which I really don't. I think uh, it's something I was born with. But essentially, I have this weird knack of making people feel comfortable. I don't know what it is. I'm very, very glad that I seem to have this or whatever. But I've always been a person that could talk to anyone from any walk of life and I've I've been perfectly comfortable doing that. So I've, you know, sat at a table with insanely wealthy people and I'm just as comfortable talking to, you know, a homeless bum. Like it doesn't matter to me. They all seem to feel comfortable around me for some weird reason. Oh, my banner making skills, Mammy. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are making me feel so good today. I really have amped up the graphics big time. It's about time. So getting back to the medical thing. Yeah, you guys seem to agree. Yeah, the the medicine here in America costs a pretty penny for sure. Georgie says uh, some of her meds are thousands a month without insurance. Yeah. Crazy. Amber says, I have a medicine that's 1500 bucks. I pay 240 for three months with my insurance. Yeah, and don't you, it's like you go across the border and they're paying a, a nickel. <laughs> it's so frustrating. It just seems so unfair. Anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, so rapport skills are my superpower, I think. Let's see, let's see what else. Another letter here. Dear Tony, my fiance has told me that my seven-year-old daughter is not allowed at our wedding. My daughter is everything to me. I need to decide what to do. Our wedding is six weeks away. Andy K. That's a very disturbing letter, Andy. Uh, Pepperonis. Do you guys want to take this one? This seems kind of obvious to me. Andy, I wish you would have given me more background. Uh, surely there's a reason, right? It would be interesting. Now, I'm not saying there's a valid reason. I can't imagine what would a valid reason. This, so just to, re, just to reiterate, for certain just to reiterate for certain people's benefit. Oh, Jesus. I got to, there I go with those buttons again. Let me read it again. My fiance has told me that my seven-year-old daughter is not allowed at our wedding. My daughter's everything to me. I need to decide what to do. Our wedding is six weeks away. This is just, is so disturbing to me. Um, yeah, you need to call it off, Andy. I can't, I'm trying to imagine 
what scenario? I can't think of a scenario. Short of you, you happen to have a seven-year-old daughter that's an axe murderer or something like that. Yeah, everyone in the comments is saying don't marry him. <clears throat> Call it off, says Amber. Well, Mammy does say we need more context, and I, I sort of agree. Yeah, more context would have been really nice, Andy K. Right back, I guess. I mean, but... Mammy says, are you pressing that button with your elbow? It's something. I'm leaning I'm leaning against this. And it just keeps pulling up... Uh, <laughs> Robo's sound effect. At the most inopportune times. Uh... I mean, all other things being equal, this is a super big red flag. Unless there's something about your daughter, Andy, that's off the charts. But I don't care. Let's say, let's say she's got horrible Tourette's, right? And she's going to sit there, you know, screaming monkey nuts or whatever at your wedding. Uh, so be it. I would still... Have her there sitting front and center. She's your daughter. I don't know. That's a horrible letter, Andy. I'm sorry. Think long and hard. If there's any... Write back, please, would you? I need to know. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, I've heard you dance around a little bit with conspiracy theories, such as the other day you were talking about the moon landing. I've never heard you talk about crop circles. Do you have an opinion on this? Is it aliens? Money-grubbing farmers looking for attention? This is from Nick A. Um, crop circles. Yeah. Crop circles are not really in my bailiwick. I would be interested to hear what uh, you pepperonis think of crop circles. But for myself, I'll say this. I tend, I do not believe they're from aliens. Amber says, I'm with our friend's daughter that has Tourette's. Well, that's perfect timing. Amber, uh, give her a hug for me, okay? Um, so Tropical Thinker seems, uh, thinks crop circles are fake that's that's my suspicion too because i'm just trying to think why would aliens come down and flatten some corn now truth be told when you look at some of these patterns they are very impressive and artistic and although i did see like a penis one the other day which is which was not not very well drawn i'm just trying to in my mind think of aliens spending all that gas with their spaceships and all that time getting here and they're then they're gonna draw just a not very uh, realistic penis in in a field of corn in you know Washington Iowa I don't know that's just me Robo says I think most of the crop circles were proven to be hoaxes okay that makes sense that makes sense 
Oh, Amber. Yeah, so I, I'm with you guys. The crop circles are a hoax, in my opinion. It's hard for me to believe, but I would love to learn more. If And I would expect that they've been proven to be a hoax, but it's one of those things that it's so widely spread, this urban legend thing, that it doesn't matter if it's been proven to be a hoax. One of those deals. Let's see. Dear Tony, I'm sleeping with a lady who is married and has kids. Jesus Christ. This mailbag is going to depress me today. These are not the most uplifting letters. Uh, sir, I don't like the way your letter started. I just don't. Um, let me start over. I'm sleeping with a lady who is married and has kids. Not my proudest moment, but the heart wants what the heart wants. She says she loves me more than she loves her husband, but she doesn't want to leave him because of the kids. What should I do? What does this mean? I'm single, by the way, if this matters. Thank you for your thoughts. This is from Glenn from the West Coast. Um, yeah, that's a... Uh, that's a rough letter. All right, so Glenn, I think she's going to get you off the hook for you. Okay, so what you need to do is to end the relationship in my opinion and uh, and so she has said she's not going to leave her husband so let that be the end of it live and learn thank your lucky stars and yes the comments here I totally am on board don't sleep with married people yes I, I would I'm gonna say don't even sleep with uh, attached uh, unmarried attached people I'm not talking about Siamese twins by the way I'm talking about you know, if someone's in a relationship that you know about off limits um once a cheater always a cheater yeah where's tank when you need him that's a good one Robo yeah this uh Glenn you need to get out man this is not good. It's not good. So there's there you can't this can't possibly be the best you can do. Right? There's too many There's there's too many fish in the sea. All right. And and, and anytime kids are involved, come on. That's no go. You think about those those kids, and she needs to think. Well, at least she's. I mean, apparently she's thinking about the kids, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not a good. I, I, I'm not a good uh, sounding board for these types of letters. Just for you people who write in this sort of thing. I mean, I'm not going to take your side. Um, because I'm. It's just not. That's not how I'm wired. I don't believe in cheating. I, I immediately. It's I see at the very least like character flaws and weakness when I hear anyone is cheating. It's just not the thing to do. All right, Glenn. Good luck, buddy. Okay, dear Tony, I'm a semi-professional cellist. And by that, I mean 
that I've dedicated myself to years of training and occasionally get paid to perform, but it's not my main income. That sounds like just about every uh, uh, professional musician that I know. <laughs> Sad but true. Um, I do love it though. I recently got diagnosed with bone cancer without lots of boring details. I'll cut to the chase. My docs have advised me that my right arm needs to be amputated. Holy shit. I'm, I need, <laughs> I'm going to need some counseling after today's mailbag people. Um, my right arm needs to be amputated. This will supposedly give me a chance to at least survive longer than I would otherwise, but it's no guarantee. They have left the final decision up to me. The scenario is of course surreal and agonizing all at once. I wonder if you wouldn't mind just mulling it over in free thought for a bit. I find your voice and your mind to be of great comfort. I thank you and I shall keep on listening for as long as I can. Sincerely, Jeffrey K. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to hear that, Jeffrey. That's that's a real uh, that has to be rough news. Um, and who am I? I mean, I can't uh, give. I mean, I certainly thank thank Christ. I don't have any experience that is going to allow me to. Give an, an give an answer that should be trusted in any way. I mean, I guess the only thread I have is, um, I, you know, I have a love of music and I'm a musician as well, and so I know what it's like to love something like that, and I know how it can be an escape. And I guess if someone came to me and said, uh, "Yeah, you're never going to be able to play piano again," at least whatever, one of the clefts is out. Bass, bass clef is out or treble clef is out. I'm sure that would be totally devastating. Um, if I understand your letter right, Jeffrey, um, I would say, I, I, I would assume that uh, it sounds like they're telling you um, long-term survival doesn't sound like it's an option. So, I mean, the way, I mean, if that ever happened to me, I would, uh, I would keep playing. I would keep, I would keep my appendages. I would keep playing. That's just me. I think, uh, hopefully Jeffrey, you have like a spiritual practice, you know, some sort of connection to a higher power. I'm sure I'm betting that music might do that for you a little bit, which is great. God love you. That's me. I would just keep playing, especially if they're saying, look, this is going to give you a few months and all that stuff. Oh, Mammy's got to leave in a little bit. Um, <clears throat> sofa, 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 thank you for the follow, by the way. What is my favorite place to eat in Chicago? Asks Sofa, Sofa, Sofa. It is uh, Carson's Ribs. Carson's. They, they make a nice, thick pork chop. They have, uh, at least they used to, I haven't been there in years. I had to flee the city a long time ago. They have nice, uh, it's a nice white tablecloth kind of place. They make these fabulous, very thick pork chops. I would have pork chops, au gratin potatoes. Carson's is one of the places where I went to Carson's 
I discovered their pork chops first and their au gratin potatoes. And I fell in love so hard that I've never been able to go into a Carson's and not order that very thing. Now, I believe they're known for ribs. I've never even had their, rib, had their ribs. Because I just couldn't... I just couldn't not do it. So that's me, Carson's. Uh, Soul Chops asks, Sofa, Sofa, Sofa. I, I don't know of any... Uh, do you mean like soul food type kitchen type place? I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Italian Villa is another restaurant downtown that I... I hold near and dear to my heart. But that's kind of, you know, because I used to, I used to take dates there. I guess I did that at Carson's too. I I want to get an uplifting letter is what I'm really hoping. These have, this has been rough today. I, it's fine. Um, you people with problems. I mean, I guess thank you for saying them in. Uh, I got to start handing out the Tim, Tim McCarthy's podcast address more. Um, Dear Tony, I recently got my dream job of running a small not-for-profit with a mission I love passionately. Okay, good. See here. Here we're on the upswing. I can tell this is going to be an uplifting letter. I'm green, though. Next week, I'm tasked with entertaining an extremely wealthy donor who is coming into town for the day. When I heard the news, believe it or not, I thought of you. (laughs) Please tell me, how the heck am I supposed to entertain... Hold on, cuff button. How in the heck am I supposed to entertain a fabulously wealthy person for the day? I grew up on a farm and have hardly ever had two nickels of my own to rub together. Can you give me some training wheels on this situation? Love the show. This is from Shane W. Now, there's an interesting riddle. And again, this is uplifting. He says he's it's his dream job. That's great. So you got a high flute and rich person coming in, huh? Well, I, I, I got good news for you. I think uh, um, <laughs> I think this is probably going to be very easy, okay? Because even an insanely wealthy person is, uh, is just a person. I doubt that this person is going, in, uh, uh, going into the situation just thinking, well... I'd better be entertained by this not fabulously wealthy person, right? You know? So, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, actually, don't worry about it too much. Here's what you need to focus on. Um, be very kind and gracious and well-mannered. You don't have to uh, do the do the nicest of everything for a rich person, especially since like someone that can uh, they can go wherever they want to go. They can eat whatever they want to eat. I mean, if you take them to a great place, chances are it's it's still not going to be their cup of tea anyway. Like, um, did you say where you are? I don't know. But let's pretend you're in Chicago. okay? So a place like Carson's Ribs, right? It's not, it's not going to break the bank. It's not uh, Paris Hilton uh, uh, money, right? But so find something that's cool and local and give this person a slice of something that they wouldn't normally see. Don't worry about everything has to be highfalutin. 
Because I doubt, I doubt. Heck, uh, some rich people, I, I can, re I can remember. I mean, I went to, I talked about it on a show once. I went to uh, New Orleans years ago and I hired a homeless person to show me around the city. Now I'm not saying I'm a rich person compared to him. I was, you better believe it. Bet your bottom dollar. Um, but I didn't want the finest of everything. I wanted to hang out with this homeless dude and see that side of the thing, which I did. And yes, he did try to rob me, but I expected that. So that's my advice, Shane. If you're trying to play in his or her world, you're just going to lose every time because they know what they like. They do that every day. So just be, be very well-mannered, be gracious, try to be a good conversationalist. It's just a person, you know. All right, 8 a.m., everybody. Um, this is where I got to leave it for today. Um, what a what a show. What a show today. Did I not tell the story of he, of this uh, homeless student in New Orleans, my homeless tour guide trying to rob me? I thought I did tell the story, but maybe I didn't. Robo. Robo, I have my, my weekly meeting. I got to go. I have to go, dear. Robo, are you working today? I don't know why I always like to know that. Listen, thank you for all the kind words today. Thank you for spending the morning with me. Thank you for all the nice words about my new graphics. All you Spotify listeners, thank you for listening there. If you haven't downloaded the podcast yet, go ahead and do it. The Chicago Tony V Show is what we're doing. And uh, I will see you again tomorrow morning. And yes, Robo needs to get on Discord for the 15th time. All right. I love you guys. I like you. I will see you tomorrow morning. In the meantime, I want to remind you. Don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay, be good today. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.